chapter 3. Book of Acts chapter 3. We see here the very beginnings of the, the work of the church. Peter and John being disciples of Jesus, but now being the ones who started this, this church in Jerusalem are here. And it says that they went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. It was the ninth hour of the day and a certain man who was lame from his mother's womb was carried and he had been laid there daily at the gate of the temple. That gate was called Beautiful. He asked alms of those who were entering into the temple and when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked of them some alms. Peter, fastening his eyes upon this man along with John, he said, look on us. Lift up your eyes. I want you to See, he gave him he or he gave heed unto them and expecting to receive something of them. That's an important thing that this man was expecting to receive something of them. He was expecting to receive. Amen. It's always good to come with expectation, church. Right. It's always good to come with expectation and he was expecting to receive something of them he didn't know exactly what he was going to receive he thought perhaps he was going to receive an offering as some alms some uh some money that they would put in his uh in his coffer that he had out there but uh in expecting to receive peter says to him silver and gold have i none but what i do have I want to give it to you. That's a great attitude that we should have as a church. I may not have what you're expecting to receive on your end, but I do have something for you to receive. Amen. He says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up. And walk. I have something much greater than just some money to put in your plate. I want to give you Jesus. I want to give you Jesus. He says, when I give you Jesus, there is something that can transform your life beyond just a little bit of money that's going to get you by one more day. Because when I give you the name of Jesus Christ, miracles can happen. Something happens when I call your name. Right? Something happens when I call your name. He says, I don't have silver and gold, but such as I have, give I thee. So I give you Jesus Christ. He took the man by the right hand. He lifted him up. Immediately, his feet and his ankle bones received strength. He, leaping up, 
He stood and he walked. He went with them into the temple. He was walking. He was leaping. He was praising God. He couldn't control himself. He couldn't help himself. He was happy. Come on, with my feet. Come on, start dancing. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. Come on, you may not understand what all has happened to those who are up in this place here today. And they were worshiping and they were praising God and they're giving God all the praise that they can. Come on, and you may look at them and say, wow, that's a little different. But you don't know like I know what he's done for me. You don't know their testimony. But if you heard it, you might come up and you might dance a little bit too. And that's what this man was doing. He's dancing. He's jumping around. He's saying, come on, I've been healed. I've been healed. I've been transformed. I've been changed. Verse 10. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. Who knew? The people who were in the temple. They knew. This is the guy that we see every single day and we drop a little bit of money in his plate. And I know that this guy cannot walk. But yet I see him dancing and leaping and running around this place and telling us that God healed him. They were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto this man. Verse 11. As the lame man which was healed heard Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. When Peter saw it, he answered the people. He says, you men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us? As though by our own power or our holiness, we had made this man to walk. Because you shouldn't be looking at us. It wasn't me. It wasn't by my power. It wasn't by my good works. It wasn't by my holiness. It was not because of me. It was because, he says, the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, he glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up. You denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One, the just, and and you desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the prince of life whom God has raised from the dead whereof we are witnesses. Verse 16. We'll finish here. And his name. Whose name? Jesus. His name. Through faith in his name. His name, the name of Jesus, through faith in his name. Come on, it's not just enough just to say Jesus, but you need to have faith in the name of Jesus. You need to have faith that what Jesus says he came to do, and to do it through you, that it can be done. So, in his name, and through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. Whom ye see and know. This isn't just somebody who walked in off the street and you've never met him before. You see him and you know him. There is no denying that God has done something here. 
You've seen this guy every single day that you've walked into the temple. You saw him this morning when you walked into the temple. You saw him before you got here. And yet you see him and you know him. And yea, the faith which is by him. By who? By Jesus, the faith which is by him. Hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. This man... This lame man, who was no longer lame, had faith in Jesus Christ. When Peter reached down his hand and he says, rise up and walk, he said, all right, I'll do as you said. And he got up off of his feet, which he had been laying there for who knows how long, but he was laying there day in and day out. And when the name of Jesus was called over him, he had faith to believe that I can be healed. I just want to talk and tell you about the power that's in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Church, there is power in that name. There is healing in that name. There is, come on, there is authority in the name of Jesus that can cast out any sickness, that can cast out any kind of disease. There is healing in the name of Jesus that when you call on it in the faith, believing that God is able. And I don't know, come on, maybe you've tried it before and you say, it didn't work for me. I called the name of Jesus and I was, I still woke up sick the next day. Here's what I know is that he is still a healer and even though come on you may not see it right then in your time in God's time it he will come through every time he will come through every time and you can call on the name of Jesus and I've seen miracles I've seen signs I've seen the name of Jesus be called and there have been things that have taken place that there is no other explanation but that Jesus stepped in and he did a work in their body, in their mind in their soul, in their family come on, in their job situation in their finances I've seen God work out the things that are un. That cannot be worked out far too many times to believe that his name does not have power. And we've seen the testimonies right here in this place. Testimonies of, of a, a young child. I remember this is, this is years ago, but Brother and Sister Miller could tell you a whole lot better than I could. But they, uh, being, uh, being foster parents and, and working in the foster system they had they had taken in ch- uh, many children throughout the throughout the years and I remember one uh, I don't know probably 20 years ago uh, 15 years ago or so that they had taken in who had broken bones in their body is this right brother sister Miller uh, was it a leg a leg that was broken uh, severely broken and, and we came we prayed for that uh, this this little child and this leg uh, and, and and when they went back and they had they already had x-rays of everything that was done and all these broken things and and uh, the abuse that had, that had happened in this this child and then well after they had been after this child had been prayed for took him back uh, took this child back to the hospital and when they took the x-rays again they said I don't see any sign of all the breakage breakages that were there before I don't know exactly what happened, but whatever happened, I don't see the sign of what was there before. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in that name. 
Amen. I remember a young boy who, or a teenage boy who was in our youth group who his, his eardrum or his, his ear, uh, something was, was severed in there to where he was deaf in one ear. There was no sign of healer, no, no hope for healing. And yet when they call, when we called on the name of Jesus and began to pray for him, the hearing was restored in his ear because gee, there is power in the name of Jesus. Come on. He can come in and he can heal and he can do things that the doctors say there's no hope there's nothing that can be done but i know that in the name of jesus that there is hope that there is power for him to do a work when there is no hope i've seen too many lives that have been transformed Man, people who they were lost, they were in, they were in so much uh, turmoil in their family situation, and and much of it was caused by their own uh, cycle of, of of depravity and things that they had done, and the drug abuse that uh, that had happened in their life. And then, in one moment, when they came into the presence of Jesus, to the, the presence of God in this place, all of a sudden something got a hold of them, and their lives were transformed and changed, and there were there was no sign of drug use after that because Jesus came and he set them free and they no longer had any desire for the drugs that had them bound before. There was no desire for that. They quit cold turkey because God came in and he did a work. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in that name, church. There's power in the name of Jesus. I wasn't there, but my brother was a younger brother. He, he was along with, he was along with a couple of other ministers ministering in the Philippines just a couple of years ago. And while he was there in the middle of a, a service, there was a service full of, of young people that, uh, uh, were gathered there for a camp meeting and, and, and in the back of that service, there was a, a, a young girl that, uh, I don't remember all the details exactly, but somehow she uh, she fell down and she had no life left in her. There were nurses there. There was a doctor, a nurse that was that was there, and 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 all indications was that this young girl, this this teenage girl, had died in the middle of that service. And one of the ministers who was there went back and laid his hands upon her, Brother Gentry Jordan. He was here with us not too long ago. He laid his hands up. Upon her and began to pray and to speak life in the name of Jesus back into this girl. And in just a few moments, all of a sudden, she began to breathe again and she began to get up and she began to walk. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Church, I'm telling you, there's power in the name of Jesus. And there's somebody here today who you came into this place feeling hopeless. You came into this place and you said, I don't know what God's going to do. I don't know if he really is able to fix the issues in my life because I've been dealing with them for so long. And I've even asked him to come in and to do this work time after time after time. I'm sure there was a reason that this man was laying just outside the gate of the temple because he thought there's got to be some religious people that they have more than just money, but they have faith that I could be healed. And I would suppose that Peter and John were probably not the very first ones to pray for him. 
He probably had prayers before. Maybe, maybe not every stranger that came by was praying for him, but I'm sure his parents were praying for healing. I'm sure that he was praying for healing. I'm sure his siblings were praying for healing and his friends had prayed that he would be healed. I'm sure there were some strangers that came by and prayed that he would be healed. And I don't know exactly why God works the way that he does, but he does work on his timetable. And here's the thing. This man still came expecting something. And he came expecting something that was, that was financial. He was expecting some alms. But yet, he was expecting something. And there's something about somebody who's expecting something that God says, here, let me do something in this person's life. They're expecting to receive. They're expecting to get something out of this service. Come on, if you came in here today and you just wanted to come in and sit back and just check things out, that's okay. But you may not leave this place changed if that's how you came in. But if you came in expecting God to do something, if you came expecting Him to do a work in your life, maybe you didn't come in expecting that, but all of a sudden something awakes inside of you and says, wow, what I feel in this place is different than something, than anything I've ever felt before. And maybe, just maybe, this God is real and He can do a work in me. And so an expectation can begin to arise within you. And when he was, when he was expecting something, God, he began, or he, he, he moved on Peter and he moved on John to look at this man in a different light. I don't believe this was even the first time that Peter and John had passed by him. Now I'm sure that they had passed by him many times, but this day was the day that God wanted to do a work. And so God impressed upon Peter and says, hey, I know that I haven't filled your pockets with a bunch of money. You could tell he was a preacher. He didn't have a whole lot of money on that day, but he says, I do have something. I'm going to pray for you in faith, believing that God will do a work. And as he did that, something broke in the spirit realm that day. And God says, all those prayers that have been pent up by this man, I'm going to answer them on this day. I've, I've battled every single one of them up. When he wakes up in the morning and he says, God, why? Today, do I still have to deal with this? God, why today am I still having to sit here at the gate called beautiful? Why today? And I, but, but he kept going. He kept going. And God, come on, he's praying. God, could you heal me today? Lord, would today be the day that you would deliver me? God, would today be the day? Would today be the day, Lord, that you would show up in my life and change some things? Say, change my circumstance. Come on. And God says, yeah, I see every one of your prayers. I see them all and I bowed them all up in the days the day that I'm going to send somebody your way and they're going to call on the one name that has all power that is the name of Jesus Christ there is power in the name of Jesus there is power in the name of Jesus and when you call on that name it's not like calling by your own authority it's not like calling the doctor the doctor may guess and have a pretty good idea about what's going on in your life based on this 
circumstance or this, uh, this symptom and that symptom and all of these things. And they could piece the puzzle together and figure it out. But there's only one who truly knows every fiber of your being and everything that's going on inside of there. There's only one and that is Jesus Christ. He knows everything about you. And when you call on that name, he says, let me go and reach down into the inner part of you. The one place that I know that I can come and I can restore, I can heal, I can deliver. And when he called on that name, Jesus, something shot in that day. Come on, all the faith that had been pent up, all the faith that had been stored there. And by this man, it began to begin to work in his life. And he, his, his um, strength was restored in his legs. And here's what's so beautiful about it. There is no denying a personal testimony. I can, I can read in, about something. I can hear about something that happened. And, and I can be inspired by it. I can be moved by it. But when it's something that I've experienced. When it's something that I've experienced. All of a sudden, things change. Because there is nobody that can convince me otherwise. That this was that only by the hand of God. This was only by the work of God. And when they called that name Jesus over me. Come on, I've heard the testimony. And I just heard it shared uh, uh, last week. Uh, a, a minister, a missionary. Who, uh, who uh, was telling a testimony of something that happened while he was in, uh, in, in Honduras. And a uh, missionary there. And. And he was driving in his car, and it was a very dangerous time in that country that he was in. And he was going up a mountain, uh, mountain roads where there was a cliff on one side, mountain on the other side. There's a lot of guerrilla warfare that was going on. And, uh, and they, one of the things that they would do is they would uh, place boulders, large boulders over these roads so that uh, they could come and they could uh, attack you. Uh, while you're at a standstill and he was driving up this mountain with his family in his car and and all of a sudden uh, he, he had this boulder that uh, he could see it was coming up very shortly in this in the drive and and he knew exactly what that meant it was not just it had just been rolled there just uh, because of a uh, natural occurrence but he, he knew what was going to happen and so uh, there was uh, only one thing that he knew to do. He couldn't turn around. There wasn't any space to turn around. He had the cliff on one side, the mountain on the other side. And so he began to call on the name of Jesus. And when he called on the name of Jesus, he said, I have no idea how exactly to explain this, except to say that the Lord lifted up my car and he made me my car fly over that boulder because the next moment I knew was that the boulder was behind us. And I was passing by to get to safely on the journey that I was on. He, all he did was call the name of Jesus. That's all he did. Well, these are testimonies. He said, he said, you weren't there. And you may look at me and hear that story and say, wow, that's a pretty cool story. That, that seems unbelievable. But for me, it's totally believable. 
because I lived it. I knew it. And I'm sure you have the same stories in your life. Not the same exact story as that. But there's been something that God has done for you. There is something that God came in and he began to do a work in your life. And you, come on, need to begin to tell the story. Tell the story of what God has done in your life. And maybe, come on, there's some other things that you're hoping that God will come in and he'll begin to change some other things in your life and he'll once again step in and, and to do a work in you and you maybe you're needing healing today but I want you today to look back on all the things that the Lord has done for me come on when I look back and I look at all the things that God has done I can't help but to dance a little bit and shout a little bit and say Lord if it wasn't for you I don't know where I would be God if it wasn't for you Come on, my story would be so different. It would be so different from where I'm at today. But God, I have a story and I'm going to tell it to somebody. Come on, when you speak the name of Jesus, there is power in that name. I don't care what you're going through right now. Speak the name of Jesus. There's power in that name. But also tell the story about what Jesus has done for you. Tell the story of what Jesus has done. I thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done. Come on, I'm finished here today. Come on, I thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. If you're thankful today, would you stand up? Would you clap your hands? Come on, would you praise him this morning? Come on, God is too good for us to just sit here and not thank him and to be grateful for every work that he has done. If you're searching today and maybe you're that lame man that's standing there, I want you to know that God is here even right now and God wants to continue to do a work. There is still power in the name of Jesus. There is still power in the name of Jesus. And you can call on his name today and you can receive whatever it is that you're wanting to receive. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, we're going to have our children. They're going to come back up and they're going to sing a song. But before or as they're coming, I want you all around this place to lift up your hands. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, I want you to just think about the things that God has done for you. Come on, I just want you to give a little bit excited about what God has done in your life. Oh, I thank you, Jesus, for restoring me. God, I thank you, Lord, for setting my path straight. God, I thank you for the healings that I've received in my life. God, I thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done. Lord, I'm not going to discount all of that just because I'm facing something right now. Come on, and maybe what you're facing now seems insurmountable. But if God did it before, he can do it again. Come on, I want you right now just to begin to praise him. 
I'm going to worship him because if I have faith in one thing, it is that there is power in the name of Jesus. There is something about that name that when I call and come on that he can step in and he can do a work. Come on, if we just can, we're just going to begin to sing this song here today. If you want to come up to an altar, you can come up and you can give God worship and praise. If you need healing today, if you need set free, come believing. Come on, I believe that God can step in and he can do a work right now. Jesus name, Jesus. Jesus. 